0: Welcome to CEO Conversations, the Private Practice Podcast. I'm your host, Brandy Mabra. This is your one-stop shop to learn the business side of your practice on a deeper level. On this show, we empower you to own your CEO status to scale your practice for growth, sustainability, and profit. Listen in as we talk about how to market your practice to gain more visibility, hire, build, and engage your ride-or-die dream team, create streamlined operations, and make financial decisions as a CEO. It's time to show up as a confident leader to create a practice in life you love. Let's get started. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of CEO Conversations. It's Brandy, and I am looking forward to this conversation. I'm going to keep it real. <laughs> I'm going to keep it real. This one, I'm going to see how it goes. I'm going to see how it goes, and I'm hoping that I'm going to be able to pull it together with some structure and give you some actionable steps to do within your practice because i really try to strive for that make sure that you're set up for success and you're actually able to take some key action steps to go back to your practice see some transformation and you get what you need so today's conversation we are going to talk about the psychology of marketing and some systems that you need to put in place inside of your practice in order to keep money coming in the door so one of the things that we've talked to inside a private practice CEO and I've talked about this before is that there is a psychology for how you need to market your services with your practice, right? And so one of the things I will say is when it comes to the marketing mindset, you should be excited to market your practice. Now there's the fear that can definitely happen, which I've I've talked about that in past ways. But there might be some fear, there might be some hesitancy to put yourself out there. However, if you are not excited to talk about your practice, nobody will be excited to talk about your practice. So some of the conversations that we've had inside of Private Practice CEO is around team and making sure that if you have somebody who is responsible for helping to fill your schedule or to schedule like consultations or to make sure that they are selling the services inside of your practice and your providers inside of your practice, they should be just as excited to talk about how your practice can help. Right. And there's a psychology to it. Now the purpose of this episode is we're going to talk about external marketing and internal marketing because they are one in the same. So this is where the systems part comes into play. But I really want to dive into like, when we're thinking about marketing and sales inside of healthcare, because usually they're not one in the same. But there is a trend, there is a very good trend, of recognizing you do have to sell. Your team needs to learn how to sell. Your providers need to be comfortable with selling. And just because we're in healthcare doesn't mean that there's no sales that's involved, right? So when we think about sales, the instant thing that comes to mind always usually, and even any type of sales seminar, or maybe what you've seen on social media is like the salesy carsman who is just dirty or, you know, maybe maybe you've sat through, like I remember years and years and years ago, we sat through like a timeshare presentation and that sales, oh my, Um, you know, like just the high pressure sales of, I, I just feel so uncomfortable with this. And I think everybody's had that bad sales experience or that sales experience that just leaves a dirty taste in your mouth that's not what we're talking about. However, there is a psychology to it. And so for all the mental health professionals that are listening to this, you know that there is a psychology, there's an emotional side of why we make decisions to open up our pocketbooks and why we do not. And so when we're diving into this information, I want us to look at things from a different perspective because it's important this is important for you to recognize it's important even as you're training up your team you know one of the conversations that me and one of my clients had um, and this was like in our slack channel because there's always different types of topics that we're talking about was even making sure that one of the positions that she's hiring for that person even has some type of sales experience so it's important for you to understand that this is today's world right? And so specifically today's world, because I know that there are practice owners who are struggling to fill their schedules, who would say like a couple years ago, like, oh, it's so, it was so easy. I know the flip side, there are practice owners who have jammed pack schedules and they can't hire providers fast enough. And so it's all over the board, right? And then it depends on the state too, because some states it's easier, some states it's harder, just depending on what's happening, regardless of the boat that you're sitting in, you always have to market. You really do. Like it has to be a continuous thing. Now your call to action might be different when you're marketing, but you still have to make sure that you are top of mind, that you are putting yourself out there and that people know that your practice exists. And that is just marketing 101 (laughs) at the bare bones of it. So let me talk about some trends. I want to start there first and why it's important for us to have these conversations is I remember I was working for, I'm not going to say which, which payer it was, but for a global healthcare payer and working specifically with a very, very large hospital system. And so my job was to go in there as a consultant, work with the C-suite and to make sure that they were set up for success to serve their patients in the best way possible. There were certain tests that needed to be done. There were certain things that they needed to do from a population health standpoint, like all of these things. And one of the things that we had to implement was not so much saying, hey, you need to go and get this test, or hey, you need to go and get this, you know, see this provider. It was the why, the emotional reason, and tapping into the emotional reason of why. And this is where they started to talk to not so much the doing, but the psychology of it, the sales of it to the patient. So when we're thinking about marketing, that's why like marketing and sales are closely connected. And more times than not, there's people when it comes to business whose expertise is like marketing and sales, like they're great. They can go out, they can market, they're comfortable, they can, you know, definitely Put themselves out in front of people It's just as natural for them. That's their natural skill set. Usually, those folks go into marketing or have a marketing background. And then you have folks who are more or less like comfortable with the with the backside, you know, the behind the scenes, the the background of of the business. And so that's where maybe like the operations comes into play or how they lead. You know, it's not so much forward and outward facing, right? Regardless of what you're comfortable with when it comes to the business side of your practice there's one thing that you need to pick up on is the psychology of it right and so going back to this example the reason why it was so important to recognize the psychology and the emotional part of these decisions of the care for the patient is because that's it's it's important right so whenever you're selling or whenever you're trying to get people inside of your practice recognizing what's the value like why should they do it like why should they schedule an appointment with you why should they see one of your providers why should they take the time to even get out their pocketbook whether if they're paying with insurance whether if they're paying with a credit card it doesn't matter either way they're having to make a buying decision either way they're having to make a decision about their health and their well-being and there's a psychology to that so going back to what what this hospital system implemented they stopped saying hey we need for you to go get this x test or we need for you to go see this x provider what they started to do was to tap into the emotional well-being let's think about your family let's think about your children let's think about your grandkids let's think about your life let's think about what you're going to get on the other side of this test or when you see this provider, right? What's the transformation going to be? So when we're thinking about sales, and if you've taken any kind of sales training at all, you always speak to the transformation. You speak to the benefits of making the decision. You don't talk about the details that go into it. So you don't say, oh, we're gonna schedule you for this consultation. They don't care. Like the person doesn't care. Oh, we're gonna schedule you for this test. They don't care what they do care about is what's the benefit of this test? What's the benefit of this consultation? Why do I need to do this? And what's what's in it for me? And what is going to happen on the other side of me making this decision, right? So people pay with two things. So even if it's not insurance and they owe nothing except for their insurance card, let's say that insurance is going to pay for the whole thing they're still paying with their time, right? So at the end of the day, like some people will say, oh, it's easier if you take insurance. People still have to pay with something. They're paying with their energy, they're paying with their time, or if it's like self-pay or they have a deductible or a copay, then they are now paying with a monetary version of money. But regardless, people are still paying. So you still have to speak to the same thing. That's why when we're thinking about your team and who's having these types of sales conversations throughout the practice, it's important for you to recognize and to pay attention to how comfortable are they talking to the benefits of why they need for the patient to do what they need for the patient to do, right? And so there's a psychology to it that you have to bring into the business. And regardless of specialty, it's important because we're every specialty, every healthcare setting, you're going to have to sell something like you just are. And in today's times where people are shopping around, people are being more picky, people are having to make decisions between their health and maybe buying something that feels just as big of a priority. So you have to paint this picture of what's on the other side of it. And your team has to be comfortable painting this picture of what's on the other side of it. So there's ways that we can market externally and ways that we can market internally in order to make sure that we're still helping people, in order to make sure that we're still having the right types of conversations, and in order to make sure that we're continuously getting money in the door outside of just marketing tactics. So I know anytime we're in the space, what we'll see. And what I've talked to is marketing tactics, post on social media, like external marketing, write a blog, pitch yourself for a podcast, get published. We had a PR expert come in and talk all about like, get on TV, get on the today show, write a book. What else can we do to market ourselves? Um, start a Facebook community, you know, market that, um, Let's see, what else? There's like so many ways, like posting, social media, blogs, speaking engagements, podcasts, events. So there's really only so many ways, activities that you can do to market yourself. The whole goal is to get more visibility. So outward facing, external marketing is pretty standard. A lot of what you're combating on the external side is mindset what will happen if I put myself out there? What will happen if I post the reel? What will happen if I pitch myself and get on a podcast? What will happen if I have to speak on a stage? What will happen if I get published? You know, like those are the biggest things when it comes to marketing yourself. And so a lot of times when we're talking about marketing, we're literally trying to break down the mindset, right? But once you actually get past the mindset, the tactics, there aren't really change. There's not really too many different things that you can do in in order to get your practice out there oh partnerships and collaborations that's what i was trying to think of that's another marketing tactic so those are all marketing activities right so email newsletter there's another one now it's coming email newsletter that's another one that you can do and so at the end of the day those are all external things whenever you're doing these things you still have to tap into guess what the psychology of the marketing activity Right. So it's important for you to understand when you are speaking at an event or if you are talking about a partnership and collaboration, if you are posting a reel, you have to think about the psychology of it. What is the person going to get from watching this? What is the person going to get from listening to this? What is the person going to get from participating in this like all of it is about what is in it for me right so that's the external part of it so when you're talking about benefits what's the benefit? like what benefit are they are they getting what's the transformation going to be and so that's one situation when we're thinking about internal this becomes very important and i don't know if it's talked about enough but internally, once you get people inside of your doors, a lot of times the the thought process is like, oh, they've already become a patient. Oh, you know, I don't have to do anything else, right? They're already inside the practice. They're a client. I see them every week or I see them once a year or I see them every six months or I see them every three months. However, do not think for one second that that person is potentially not shopping around, (laughs) that that person is deciding, do I want to go to that appointment today or that person isn't thinking about, do I want to make a change? Right? And so part of the internal marketing process, and when we're thinking about the psychology and this is where the team becomes important is to recognize that you still have to continue to market to your internal folks nurture your internal folks, but also if you have a practice where you're having to refer out or you're referring within, like I'm thinking about like multi-specialty or multidisciplinary, or if there's like certain packages that you need for that person to participate in as part of their care plan, if there's a book that you want them to read, if there's a diet that you want them to follow, if there's anything that that you are wanting to get them to do guess what you're gonna have to market to them and you're gonna have to tap into the psychology of why do they need to do that right and so this starts to fall through the cracks or like money starts to fall through the cracks when this isn't done well because you didn't sell your patient or your client on the decision for what the next step is and didn't paint the picture in a way for them to understand like, this is why I need to do this. Right, so for example, let's say that you see a patient, one of your providers sees a patient and they are going through their care plan and you need for them, as part of the care plan, there might be a different provider that you have within the practice and you think that it would be a really great way for them to enhance their care if they were to see this provider to do a certain test i'm just throwing a scenario out here to try to paint this picture so you have a provider who's not comfortable you know who doesn't really paint the picture they just kind of say well you know i think it would be good for you to see so and so and you know so i'll just go ahead and have the person schedule you for that and i'll see you back here in six months or it could go Well, you know, I think it would be really good if we went ahead and had another appointment, but I'm just going to go ahead and have that scheduled for you, but I think you would just, I, I think it would just be good for you. So I'll just go ahead and have that scheduled. Like it's just a very, very cut and dry type conversation, very robotic. There's no emotion. So let's talk about what happens during this conversation. First of all, if you're talking at the patient they're just kind of like oh okay well this doesn't really sound urgent um especially if they're a busy professional or if they have a lot of priorities or if they're old and they're having a hard time getting to appointments or if there's anything that's happening within like with within their personal life then that person at the who's ever supposed to schedule that appointment if they don't sell it if the person says well i think i'm just going to call back and schedule oh okay no problem And then they just let them walk out the door. Or if there's something that, like, if there's a next step where if they're supposed to buy something, because I know some of the practice owners who are listening to this have like memberships and different products and and different things that can help enhance the care. Well, if you just say, Well, I think that this would be good for you, and I'll just leave, I'll just give you this pamphlet of information right here, and I'll just send it to you, where I would just have the, you know, my assistant give you this booklet and just kind of pass it off. And then that team member gets, a handoff for that conversation and that you know that patient doesn't understand why or what's the benefit or what's the emotional being for why i need to take this course or be part of this membership or do this test or see this provider or schedule the next appointment then there's no priority like there's no reason for them to do any of this right and so when we're thinking about the psychology of internal marketing you have to train up your team and you have to get your team comfortable, not so much just going through the robotics of yes or no, or this is what the step is, but why do they need to take the step? So going back to that same example with the provider, oh, you know, Ms. Smith, we have an amazing new service that we're just providing. I think that it would be a really great opportunity for you to be part of this service or for you to go and get this test because you are going to get X, Y, and Z from it. And I think that it would be amazing for you. And I know that you like to do walking every day. Well, this test is actually going to help you be able to make sure that you can go outside and walk every single day. So I would love for us to go ahead and get you set up for that next week. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to have my assistant schedule for this appointment because I know that at the end of the day, your goal is to be able to go outside and walk for 60 minutes every day. And I know that this is going to help you. So let's go ahead and get you scheduled. How does that sound? Oh, I think that sounds great. So you can see there's a difference between how that conversation went, where you're just saying like, oh, let's go ahead. And to see you back next week, I'm just got my assistant schedule you compared to talking to what is the actual pain point of your patient? Why do they need to do what you want them to do? And what's in it for them to move forward? Right. And so at every, again, in every single specialty, there is some way that this conversation is happening in real time. And you just don't know about it. You don't know about it until revenue drops appointments aren't full and you finally see something's wrong compared to if you're coming from a proactive approach then you are in a place where you recognize like oh we have to get a certain amount of tests scheduled because this is just best practice when it comes to care so i'm not saying that you need to sell people on care that makes no sense for what they need for good quality care but you do need to have it make sense right for them because it, at the end of the day our job is to make sure that patients are getting the best care possible you know regardless and so with that there's the reason why like there's always the reason why but you have to be comfortable with it and then your providers and your admin teams have to be comfortable with it so another scenario that this happens is where someone calls and they want to schedule an appointment and this happens we just talked about this inside of private practice eo so Someone calls, they want to schedule an appointment. They want to schedule a consultation. And the person who either gets the email or answers the phone is like, oh, okay, well, I can get you scheduled. And then the person says, well, do you take Blue Cross Blue Shield? No, we don't take Blue Cross Blue Shield. Oh, okay, well, I'll just call someone else. (laughs) And that's the end of the conversation. Or it would be, oh, okay, will you take Blue Cross Blue Shield? Yeah, yeah, we take Blue Cross Blue Shield. Okay, well, I really want to get in this week. Oh, well, we don't have any appointments this week. I can get you in next week. Oh, no, it's okay. I'll just call someplace else. Like there's different types of scenarios where this applies. So I want you to think about as you're listening to this, where is this at in your practice? And where does that happen? Right? Because this, these are the things we talked about bottlenecks last week. But these are the things that happen in practices every single day, multiple times a day where you are losing money. And you don't even recognize it until you're like, man, we aren't making money, or our schedules aren't full, or no one's doing this test, or no one's buying this course, or, or the care that we're providing isn't as robust as what it could be because nobody's reading the book that I'm recommending, or looking at the guide that I think is really great, right? And so at the end of the day, these are happening in little ways, big ways, medium ways that you have to pay attention to in order to make sure that the quality of care that you're providing is on point, that you are continuously making sure that you're converting at a high level and that your patients and your clients understand why are they getting the care that they need and how are you providing that to them, right? And how is it connected to the goals that they have for their life, for their wellness? Like all of this, it's so much of a deeper conversation when we're thinking about it. And because practices can either be very busy or you're just trying to get through the day or your team is just trying to get through the day, these special opportunities get missed, right? And so this is why when we're talking about metrics and key performance indicators and and making sure that people understand goals and people understand the mission and vision of the practice and have the clarity and that you're excited about your practice and that you're actually talking about your practice and you're actually talking about the services that you provide within your practice and that your team is excited about the practice and your team understands, you know, why it's important for them to talk, to the patient and to dig a little bit deeper for why they need to take that next step, and it's a skill set. But it all starts with you and how you're training up your team, right? And so when we're thinking about these key moments of where you can can have a patient continue to be serviced within your practice, or can continue to look at you as like my life is different because i was part of that practice and so i'm going to refer everyone that i know back to that practice this is the key opportunities where you can do that right where you can make a change because you just got the person to take that next step and it's a it's a skill set but there's a psychology of, around it and i don't think that people talk about it enough and so it's important for you to understand To look at things a little bit different so when we're talking about marketing it's so much deeper than just oh let me go ahead and post on social media or let me go ahead and be part of this event and i even with the clients that we work with like we help them market we give them marketing tools we make sure that they're set up for success but also i know that each of my clients also listen to this podcast and so making sure that we're doing a better job of the psychology of things and that our team is doing a better job of the psychology of things, right? Explaining the why, explaining the why. So those are some scenarios. So even going back to the consultation scenario or where someone's calling to schedule an appointment, pushing back. And so these are some of the conversations that we'll have with clients saying, like if the person who's answering the phone and the patient says, oh, okay, well, I, I don't have Blue Cross Blue Shield. And instead of allowing that person to hang up, then talking to like, oh, okay, well, okay, great. No problem. You don't have Blue Cross Blue Shield or we don't take Blue Cross Blue Shield. No problem, no problem. We can still continue to see you. And this is how, you know, our practice is has experience in whatever that pain point might be. And we are here to make sure that you're set up for success so we can help you to get this visit taken care of whether if it's giving them their super their super bill or you know, to helping them to make a buying decision. because remember, they're still buying, whether they're spending money or not, they're either buying something with their time or they're buying something with their actual credit card or cash. or it doesn't matter. They're still buying, they're still making a buying decision. So if it's the mission and vision, you know this is how we serve our patients. This is what makes us different in the marketplace. Let me tell you, let me just go ahead and set you up. I would love to set you up with this provider. This provider is not wonderful. This provider is fantastic, and here's why. I know you're going to love them. So let's just go ahead and get you set up. Schedule an appointment. If there's nothing that's attached to that appointment, then let them know. Like, let's go ahead and get you talk, Let's go ahead and get you scheduled, and then you can make a decision from there, right? And so I know when I'm talking to this, there are certain practice owners that are amazing at this, and I know the ones who are because they're like oh all the consultations have to come through me but at the end of the day if you're growing your practice and you're trying to get your practice to run without you someone else needs to have this skill set and so i feel very blessed because the team members that i've worked with and the practices that i've been part of they have all been able to push and they have been trained up to talk up the providers or to talk to a booked schedule or to talk to if we're out of network Or to say why we need to go ahead and schedule this appointment and what we can do and what will happen and how you'll be so happy that you went ahead and scheduled it, right? And so for the people who actually didn't end up on the schedule, it was a really, really great reason. And it wasn't some type of thing, well, they just said that they just couldn't schedule today and I just let them go, you know? And so there's scripts that you can provide. There are definitely having deeper conversations, but one of the things that you have to be make sure that each person in your practice, especially if they're going to be having these types of conversations, are they comfortable speaking to an objection? Are they comfortable if a patient pushes back? Are they comfortable with having a real conversation to help somebody make a decision about their care? Are they able to partner with the patient about their care? And that's truly what it comes down to. Right? What is in it for them? What's the value? If you are having these types of conversations, are you, how are you doing with this? So it's important for us to just think outside of the box and to think deeper when we're actually marketing internally and externally. So, to put some structure around this and to help you with some action steps, then I want you to go back to your practice and think how are we doing with getting our patients and our clients to take that next step? How am I doing? How are the admin team, how are they doing? How are the providers doing? Is there any opportunity for us to improve these types of conversations? Now, if you have a team, if you have multiple people who are answering the phone or scheduling or different types of providers who are providing different types of services, who might be having like the end of care conversations or you know let's go ahead and schedule for that next thing or let's refer you out then you want to make sure that you're thinking about do they need some type of training or some type of beefing up when it comes to having these kinds of conversations right and so that's the first thing is think about like how's my practice doing how's my team doing the second thing is to think about your actual marketing tactics right so when you are putting things out into external marketing how are you talking if you are speaking if you're putting out a blog if you are um just publication like anything where you're putting the practice out there and you're letting people know this is how we help what does that look like are you talking to the value of what you provide are you speaking to how you help like the difference that your practice is providing Or are you just talking at people? Like here are three ways that you can live a more healthier life today. And then you go through all the information compared to here are three ways that you can live a healthier life today. And let me tell you what happens when you live a healthier life today, right? Like what are the aspirations of the person? So whenever you're putting out external marketing, that's the psychology of it. You wanna make sure that those tactics and the systems that you're using to put those tactics out into the marketplace are actually serving you and you're not just doing work for the sake of doing work. Internally, you want to look at those key conversations that you're having in real time with your patients and your clients. And are you talking to the transformation and the value in using that sales psychology to get them to make that next step? And we're not talking about sleazy. We're talking about service and serving people what does that look like for tactics that are happening internally how are you engaging your current panel right so are you using email newsletters are you sending guides are you maybe hosting like special events for people who are part of your practice like what are you doing in order to keep folks engaged both current past it doesn't matter because you just don't know the folks that they know. So how are you doing that? That's where that marketing system internally comes in. Are you recalling people back to your practice? There's a term for this. I think it's called like in the accounting world, like it's called old business, but are you recalling people back to your practice? You don't know what people are going through. One of the things that we do for our clients is always make sure like, is there some type of recall system where you're calling people back? Like you're checking on people. How are you doing? Do you need to, you know, if someone was supposed to schedule and they didn't schedule, are you calling them to get them back on the schedule? Are you checking in? Are you making sure that you're delighting them in some kind of way? So with that, that's internal, that's internal marketing systems and making sure that you are comfortable. The other thing I want you to think about and to check is how's your mindset when it comes to all of this? Do you feel sleazy when you start to have these conversations? Are you comfortable pushing back with the objection? Because if you're not, then your team might be picking up on some of that same energy. So that is the three steps that you, or three action steps, I'll say that you can take back to your practice in order to help you check things. Now, of course, when it comes to the marketing piece, marketing strategy, you need to make sure that that's happening marketing strategy you have your marketing tactics within your marketing strategy i believe that you should always be marketing online and offline the pandemic taught everybody that for everyone who was just doing all offline marketing they had to learn online marketing real quick (laughs) and then for the folks who only do online marketing you're at the mercy of the algorithms on a social media maybe people who are busy online, you know, all the things. And so when you're offline, healthcare is about relationships. So you're able to build relationships when you're marketing offline. And so that's the beautiful thing about healthcare, right? It's personal. And so when you have both and you're doing the best of both worlds, that's where the magic happens. So that's externally. Internally, always making sure that you're top of mind, that people know that you are a choice. And even if you are full, You still want to make sure that people think about you in case they're in a room with a conversation with their friend or they're some random person that they met and this person starts talking about a problem and they can say, oh, you need to go to my practice. Right. So a lot of this is purposeful, fruitful for why you need to do it. But you have to make sure that you're keeping it as a system and consistent as well. So that is today's conversation. I hope that this made sense and I was able to pull it all together. If not, then look in the show notes because there are multiple ways that you can work with me. Um, If you're like, you know, I probably need some help with this, then definitely. So Private Practice CEO, we're enrolling inside of Private Practice CEO. So that is the CEO School for Private Practice Owners where we focus on the business side of your practice and making sure that you're set up when it comes to your team, your operations, your workflows, processes, systems, and then making sure that you're comfortable making financial decisions as a CEO. So that is all a private practice CEO. And then, of course, if you need some additional support, you can just go ahead and see the show notes for the link in order to apply and we can talk through the whether or not private practice CEO would be a good fit. If not, then just keep on listening to this podcast and I will talk to you soon. Bye. thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed the episode and it empowers you as the CEO of your practice. If you enjoyed the podcast, please make sure you subscribe, share the message and leave a review. If you want more information and support in growing and scaling your practice, click the link in the show notes to take advantage of our free resources or apply to work with me directly. Thanks again. And I'll see you next time.